Welcome to the Swim Swam Podcast. I'm your host, Coleman Hodges, and joining me today is World Junior Champs team member and gold medalist, uh, national teamer, Jake Mitchell. Jake, how's it going? It's going well. Thank you for having me. First of all, you swim for Carmel Swim Club. Is that that's correct, right? Yes. Um, what is it like swimming for Carmel? I mean, it's it's such a storied club team. I used to travel there when I was a high schooler. I used to go to IUPUI for the for for Carmel's invites, and I mean, you guys always just mopped the floor with everyone. Um, how how did you get started swimming, and how long have you been swimming with Carmel? Um, so I started swimming when I was six. Um, I actually lived in Northern California. Um, swim with the Sierra Marlins. Um, my first couple years was just summer league, and then I moved to um, the club team up there. And then I moved here when I was 11. Um, that's when I started swimming with Carmel. So I've been there um, about seven years now. Um, and it's just been incredible. The team culture is um, insane. Everybody is really just wanting to get better, and the coaching staff is so talented and always willing to learn. Um, so I think that reflects a lot um, on what the swimmers on the team are like. Yeah. When you first joined Carmel as an 11-year-old, what, what struck you about that team culture that was um, maybe different from, from what you had experienced before that? Um, I think probably the biggest thing, um, I know if you've ever been to our pool, we have uh, words all along the wall. Um, those are kind of like um, our biggest values um, for our team. And so my old club, uh, we had talked about those kinds of uh, – values and those kinds of things to learn about um except it was kind of pushed a lot more um at carmel and like we it was more like a learning environment as far as um every coach was teaching those values every single day in practice and leading by example and i think that was probably just the biggest thing because um, that helped me to understand this a lot more than just training and racing there's learning and um growing like the mental aspects so i think that was probably the, the biggest uh change yeah did when you first got there or even before that did you have swimmers that you looked up to or you know I'm, I'm guessing as an 11 year old you know maybe you saw the older swimmers um in, in the top group um you know what was that like who did, who did you look up to in swimming um so I mean when I think of like um one person that I looked up to for the majority of my career is probably Drew Kibler um but he didn't move there until I was I think eighth grade maybe freshman um, and, but before that we had had like team travel trips and we had some of the older kids going, uh, older kids going and we had a meet in Nashville that we would always go to. And it was just really cool to like go to my practice and see the older guys finishing up and knowing like, this is, this is where I'm heading and this is what I want to shoot for. Um, and so, yeah, it's just been really, really cool to have, uh, that many, um, older swimmers that are hungry in the sport and, um, those people to look up to and, you know, have those kinds of mentors. Yeah, and in you mentioned Drew, you mentioned Drew Kibler. Um, in my limited interactions with him, he he kind of seems like a different breed. You know, I I obviously he, he's a great swimmer, and then you talk to him, and he's very relaxed, uh, very very you know a little goofy, very yeah. fun. Um, he always has wonderful hair, 
you know, what, <laughs> what, what, what did you find um, so inspirational about Drew? Um, I think the fact that he had like a switch, like he had the fun side that we all had in practice and that, that was kind of added to like our, our team culture, like having fun when we're on, on the wall, but still getting worked on. And I think he was just able to like flip that switch so well. Um, and he also taught me a lot of like life lessons. Like he, we would, we would talk about swimming, all that was fine. And then all of a sudden, like we're talking about um, actual stuff and he's helping me out and I'm helping him out. You know, there's always things you can learn. And I just think it was a really cool uh, relationship that we had um, and still have now where we can go from talking about swimming to just being friends. And um, that was probably the biggest thing I looked up to him for. Yeah. What, what, um, at a young age, you know, you mentioned summer league, what struck you about swimming? What made you want to keep doing it? What did you always enjoy about it? Um, I absolutely love racing. That's has been, and is still my favorite part of the sport. Um, I love racing. I love competing with my teammates. Uh, it started out just, you know, racing in practice and wanting to, you know, be at the highest level, like the highest lane. Uh, we had like, you had to go in your lane to people at your speed. And I always wanted to move up in lanes. And um, so I love the racing aspect. I love getting to meet people from other um, states and, you know, recently getting to meet people from other countries. It's just such a cool experience to um, kind of get to meet people from all over, race people from all over and just share that kind of love for racing and competition. Yeah. So do you have a memorable race from when you were an age grouper? Um, I don't know. I mean, I remember one time my, my friend and I, uh, we were talking about it, like actually yesterday we were, um, we had a swim off. Um, it was me and my friend Griffin Hadley, um, and we had raced in prelims and we tied and then we were on for a swim off and we had the entire team behind our lanes and they were like cheering, like picking sides and it was just a lot of fun. Um, and I just, I just remember all those like big, like team moments where they were like behind us and um, always cheering for us. So I, I guess that's one that comes to mind, but there, there are countless um, occasions when that was happening. Yeah. How, so when did you uh, finally move into that top group at Carmel and how big was that group? Um, I moved in uh, my freshman year um, and the group, like you mean like people's last? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was about like 30, 35 people. Um, and then we had four coaches um and a couple of those have since moved on to uh coach and be head coaches of other clubs um but since then it's pretty much been about the same size and then like three or four coaches gotcha so so that kind of brings me to um the high school team now i is there's is chris plum the head coach of, of the high school team as well yes yeah Okay. Does everyone who swims at Carmel Swim Club swim for the Carmel High School swim team and vice versa? Pretty much. Um, there, there are a couple people um, that go to different high school. We had a boy that uh, went to Garen, so we swam for uh, Garen High School, which is um, another high school just north. And then we have a couple girls that swam for um, some other high schools. But yeah, pretty much the majority of people, they go to Carmel, they swim for the, the swim club and this one for the high school and it's just easy because we can have those practices at the same time and it's just um it's good training good fun okay and so are there are there kids who don't swim for carmel swim club that do swim for carmel high school 
Uh, yes. Yeah, I think so. There, there are a couple. I mean, our team has been getting kind of bigger each year, um, and there are definitely some people that um, swim. We have a different another group for those swimmers. So, like, there's a swim club that's in the same group. We have our swim club groups, and those people also swim for the uh, high school. But then there's also a group for people that are just swim for the high school and not on the uh, swim club. Um, and so that's just for practices and then meets were all together. Everything's, everything's good. Nice. So again, similar question to before, but, um, you know, before you got to that top group freshman year, before you started swimming for Carmel high school, you know, Mm -hmm. was that kind of, were, were you looking forward to competing for Carmel high school, knowing everything that they had accomplished in the past? Yeah, I was, I mean, um, the year before I was a freshman, um, our men's team won by one point and it was decided by the last relay. I wasn't there in person, but I did, I like heard all about it. I watched some, uh, on the live stream and they scoreboard, something happened where like they weren't able to see what the score were, was, um, before the last 400 free relay. And then they found out right before they hopped on the blocks and then they had to go a certain uh, place compared to another team in order to win. And they ended up winning by one point. So that was kind of crazy. And I was just really excited to be a part of that. And then first year and the other four, or the rest of the four years, um, it's just been a really, really fun experience. Yeah. I mean, how, how big of a difference does it make? I mean, I'm guessing there's a lot of situations where, you know, you swim on a club team and then you swim with some of those kids on a high school team, but, you know, to essentially have the whole team together year round, how much of a, does it, of a difference does that make during the high school season? I think it helps a lot. Um, I mean, our brotherhood, especially on our guys team, like I think for the, our girls uh, swim high school is two weeks before the guys. Um, it's like everything's moved two weeks before. So we're pretty much, swimming and training with just the boys for about a month and a half um, leading up to the sectional meet and the state meet. And I think having the entire year and all four years, just four years of straight training with the same guys and obviously new people coming in and people leaving. But I just think having that kind of all those times for memories, all those times for um, strengthening that brotherhood, it's just helps so much more when you get to a big meet like high school state and, um, you know, some people might like people feel the pressure when they go to the, that meet, but we have, um, we have our brothers next to us. So I think it makes it definitely a lot easier. Yeah. Can you, can you tell me about your first, your first time at that state meet as a freshman? Yeah, <laughs> yeah sure. Um, I was actually like the most nervous person on, on deck. Um, I was swimming 200 free, 500 free as I have all four years. Um, and I, it was just, a completely different um, environment than I had ever experienced before. Um, it was at IUPUI, so really uh, like historic pool, really big pool, really a lot of fans. Um, and when you walk down, you walk from one side of the 50 meter pool to the other side. And then when you turn the corner, everybody in the stands like jumps up and is cheering super loud. And it's just, it's kind of intimidating coming in as a freshman, but um, it was, it was a lot of fun nonetheless. And everybody was still supportive. Um, uh, no matter what. So it was just a good experience and, you know, it led the way for be a little bit less nervous the next year and, you know, have it actually like take charge. <laughs> yeah. Do, uh, so what, what would you say was one of your best or, or favorite um, high school experiences? Uh, like high school swimming, like, yeah. Um, yeah. 
I would say probably junior year, um, junior year, high school state. Uh, that was probably the best. Um, I had, I was going for the record in the 500 free. Um, and I've been training for, I was feeling really, really good going up to it. And um, what was the record? It was 500 free four nineteen. Okay. Um, yeah, it was four nineteen, and I had been, um, training for it going, uh, knowing that, you know, that was something that I was going to get. Um, I was very confident in my training and everything and what my coaches and teammates had done to help me prepare and the team prepare. Um, and then just when I got there, it was just, there was not an ounce of nervousness. Like there was freshman year, sophomore year. It was just our entire team just went, they got out and raced and it was just probably the best team experience that I've had. How, how, how many times in a row have you guys won the state, the Indiana state meet at this point? Uh, it's, it's, um, Six, six, five, <laughs> five or six. <laughs> uh, I I should know this. I'll do my yeah. research. Um, be, so so you, you guys are pretty dominant. Did 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 you have the state meet this year? Yeah, we did. We were we were fortunate enough to have it. We had it end of February, um, so a couple weeks before everything kind of shut down. But yeah, we were we were fortunate enough to have everything uh, uninterrupted. Um, we were we were very lucky to have that. Wait, hold on a sec. I, so, so your junior year, did you get the state record? Yes. Yeah, I did. I was 416. Nice. Uh, so you shattered the state record. That's, <laughs> that's, that's pretty legit. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So, so it sounds like, you know, Carmel, Carmel Swim Club, Carmel High School, it's, it's a pretty special experience. Um, when you started looking at colleges, you know, given that you had had this amazing team experience in high school, what were you kind of looking for? Um, I was looking for a lot of things. I mean, I was looking for a very good school, someone that could prepare me and like set me up for life and be able to um, get me ready for the next step um, after swimming is over. And then I was also looking for a team that could, um, you know, get me to where I wanted to go in the sport and, with that, have that kind of team culture that has been so important to me over the last four years or that I've come to realize um, is so important. And when I went to Michigan, I visited um, and everybody on the team, so genuine, everyone was super, uh, everyone was willing to get better. And there was just that kind of culture that we had at Carmel. And it was just, it was, it was just incredible. And I know that they, um, have a great coaching staff, great team up there, and I'm really looking forward to training with them. And um, I think they can get me to where I want to go. Yeah, certainly, certainly a story distance program, which is you know kind of what you specialize in as well. Um, yep. That's great to hear, though. And, and uh, so, did you and your teammate Wyatt Davis go on the same trip? No, um, I was supposed to go um on the trip that he went on in november i forget why i didn't i think it was just like really soon after um i had had a couple other trips also and so i ended up going in january um and so he committed in like december early december and then um i came back from my last visit um and i like after i decided and i I, like came back to a meet where they were all swimming and i told him that i was gonna be going um, so yeah, that was, it was pretty exciting. That's awesome. Did, did, uh, I mean, you guys are the same age. How, how long have you guys been training with each other? 
Um, since pretty much since I got here, um, I, we were in the same group um, when I um, moved here. Um, and so it's been that group, next group in, in high school, we've been in the same group all four years. So I've known him for the entire time I've been here. That's awesome. Um, and now you guys will be together for four more years, which is, is, is a special thing in swimming. That doesn't always happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So let's talk about last summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm interested to hear in, in some of your experiences and stories. So you 2019 summer nationals were in Palo Alto. Um, what, what were your expectations for that meet? Um, my expectations, um, I had from the year before, I remember watching, um, the, uh, nationals 2018, um, cause I had gone to juniors and, um, I was watching like the results and seeing, um, how th- they were picking the team for Fiji that year. Um, and I knew that I was like, I'm, I'm going to make that team next year, wherever it may be. But, um, that was something that was in kind of the back of my head for the entire year leading up to it. So I'd kind of been training, um, wanting to make the 400 because that was my best shot, I guess. Um, and, but I'd been kind of not really training. I mean, I had been training like a lot of distance, but I was kind of focusing on that 400 and not really anything else. Um, I was just really excited to go swim and, you know, train outside cause it had been a while since I swim outside a year round. Um, but yeah, it's just, it was a lot of, a lot of good energy at that meet. Um, and when I got there, then the first day I swam the mile, um, I did very well and it kind of opened the door for more swims and more confidence. So it was good. Yeah. The, mile 800 timed finals at nationals i think mm-hmm. yeah uh 400 prelims finals once you got to that 400 you know how are you feeling and, and how did that race go um 400 when i got to finals that i was surprisingly not nervous um i was i was just really kind of pumped up really excited to go really focused on my race plan we kind of tweaked it a little bit from the morning um, based on like how I was splitting and how, um, other people were splitting. But after the prelims, I was just really happy to get a lane because, you know, you have a lane, you have a chance. Um, and that's just what my coach kept telling me. And, um, so it was pretty much just go out and attack and try to, you know, stick to my race plan. So I wasn't really nervous. I was more just focused. I knew, like, I knew I was going to swim fast. I just, I didn't really know exactly what I was capable of. I was just going to go out and focus on, going that time versus what time I was going to go. Um, and so, yeah, it was just, I was just not very, um, not very nervous, just really focused and excited. Yeah. Do you, do you have a, uh, you know, the time between prelims and finals at a championship meet is a sacred time. You know, you need to be laser focused and you need to, you, 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 sometimes depending on the swimmer, you need some pretty specific things. Do you have, a, uh, a pre-finals meal that you like to eat? Um, I don't, I don't know about pre-finals meal. I know you mentioned the in-between time and it was funny because, um, during the meet, I normally, during championship meets, I normally, um, take an ice bath in between, um, sessions and then after finals at night. Um, but we didn't have, there wasn't a tub in our hotel. So I had, I sat in the shower and I put bags of ice, um, on my legs and, um, then I would get a sandwich and then go to sleep and then wake up and head, head down there. But, 
um, I don't, I don't really have a pre pre anything meal, uh, pre finals meal. It's pretty much just whatever I'm feeling as long as it's not too, you know, <laughs> like milkshake and fries, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Maybe that's the post meat meal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. That's, that's a good routine. I, I, I feel like every swimmer, you know, is pretty much eat, take a nap, Ice bath is something I, I wouldn't have personally expected, but you know, makes a lot of sense. Uh, it seems like you, you, <laughs> you did a good job improvising at that as well. Um, so, so you swim the meet, you make the world junior team that will be in Budapest in all three of your events. Mm-hmm. Um, did you heading into that meet, had you swam the 200 free at nationals also? Uh, yeah, I swim it. Um, I swim it at nationals. Yes. Okay. Did you know that you were going to be, sorry, did you know you were going to be on that relay? Um, that I, knew, two relay? I knew they took, or they were going to take like the top, however many, um, six or so, um, people from nationals or like whoever made the team, um, actually like based on like how their, um, relay was. So I knew I had a chance at maybe swimming in prelims. I wasn't really expecting to. Um, but, um, then like they told me that they wanted me to swim the prelims relay and then that was, um, going to be the deciding factor for the finals relay. So it was, I wasn't really expecting to swim it. Um, I knew that it was something that I had to like be kind of prepared for just in case. So, yeah. So, okay. So heading into that meet, it, that was your first big, international travel meet right yeah how how are you you know coming off of nationals it's it's a fairly quick turnaround it's only two or three weeks i think how are you feeling heading into that um i was i was feeling pretty good um the i would say probably the week leading up to the actual meet i was feeling probably the best um like the two weeks after nationals having like kind of going back up in yardage because it was kind of an awkward like three three to four weeks um, that was kind of, um, difficult. And also, especially it was the only people that were still in the water from my team were me and Wyatt. So it was me, Wyatt and, um, our coach, um, uh, in the water at the, at, at a time. So that was kind of difficult the first kind of two weeks, but then, um, getting closer to it, got more excited and started feeling a little bit better. I, I think many top level swimmers know, know the hurt of training by yourself in the middle of August when everyone else is on break. That's, yeah. that's never an easy time, but you know, the, you, you also know the payoff. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you get to the meet. How is, was that your first international flight? Had, had you been out of the country before? I had never been out of the country before that. It was, it was interesting cause, um, you know, my longest flight had been from California to Indiana um, <laughs> was four hours. And then we had to do an eight and a half hour flight and it was like through the night and, I didn't get any sleep because, you know, I was just too excited, but <laughs> what, how did you, you know, I, on those, on those flights, I might sleep, I might watch four movies in a row. Uh, do, do you, what do you like to do on flights? Um, I watch movies the entire time. I'll, I'll either be watching movies, playing games on my phone. Um, um, they had the meal, like they serve on the plane. That was the first time. So I was excited about that, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so pretty much just movies and stuff. We like got out, got up and like walked around um, on the plane because, you know, eight hours is a long time to be sitting. So I would get up kind of like every hour or so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So, so, so you get your first internet, a lot of firsts this past summer, yeah. which is awesome. Um, so you get there, uh, t- talk me through, you know, the, the hour before your first race in Budapest. Mm, hour before, um, I wasn't very nervous. Um, it was, I was really just excited because like everything seemed so like professional, I guess. I don't know. Um, it, it was kind of like, unlike anything, it was kind of like what I watched. Um, when I watched like the Olympics, it had like the clean deck and stuff. Um, and so that was a lot of fun. I was, I was really just like ready to go. Um, and the only thing I would say that would, was different or, um, caused me any kind of nervousness, um, was the fact that we had to be in the ready room for 20 minutes before our race. Um, like at national finals, I got out of the warm up or yeah, got out of the warm up pool and I dried off and put a shirt on and then I was walked over and we were walking out. Um, so it was a lot different, like having to sit. And so we were just sitting in there and there's people from the other countries, like to the, to the right. And I was talking to this one Australian guy. Um, but it was, it was different just having to be in that kind of situation. Um, so yeah, it was just different. Yeah. Uh, your, let's start with your individual races. How did you feel? about you know you swam the 400 the 800 the mile how'd you feel about your performances there um i don't know i swam i swam the 400 different um than i did at nationals because um i don't know i think i was just nervous and um the one of the swimmers next to me the hungarian at finals he went out kind of fast i knew he did in the prelims so i wanted to try to go out fast kind of with him and it ended up kind of hurting a little bit more i was able to drop some time from nationals but it wasn't um, it didn't really feel like my best race, I guess, um, mm-hmm. because I kind of ended so dead because I went out so fast, but, um, it was a good le- learning experience. Um, my 800 was good. Uh, I was, I did a lot better job of my pacing before, um, and keeping that pace in the, um, in the actual race. And I was able to drop five, um, from nationals. Um, and then the next night after that, so I had, four free the first day, then a break day, and then the 800 free, and then the 800 free relay break day, and then the mile. Um, So kind of by the end, by the mile, I was really, really tired. Um, (laughs) But it was, I did a um, pretty good job of holding my pace. And so I was was pretty happy with all my performances. I mean, I gave it all I had. So that's all I can really ask for. Um, And I got more experience in the process, so. Yeah. All right, so I've talked to Carson and I've talked to Luca about this this eight free relay. Um, I'm excited to get your perspective on it. So you actually swam it in the prelims, and that you know again, like you said, that kind of decided the night relay. Um, wh- what was what was the prelims relay like? Um, prelims relay, it was like almost night and day from the finals relay. Um, there weren't as many people in the stands. It was kind of um, more relaxed. There was no real pomp and circumstance. It was just, um, just a relay. Um, and all four of the guys on our relay were really, um, excited and ready to go because we all wanted a chance to swim at night. Um, and everyone swam really well. So it was really just, um, getting to see like your teammates from USA, um, team USA up in the stands cheering for you. It was a lot of fun. It was just, it felt a lot less pressure, um, in the morning than it did at night. But, um, at night it was, like I said, it was pressure, but it was, it was good pressure. I wasn't like nervous or breaking down. It was just, 
like let's go do this so it was a lot of fun um getting that hear the announcer say uh, united states of america and then you walk out with your teammates um and just have three other guys that have your back so it was a lot of fun yeah what can you take me through the the relay itself maybe the the what was the ready room like before that um you know, I, like you said, I think that was a pretty pressure filled event and there, there's a lot of energy behind it. Yeah. Um, so the four of us, we kind of like talked about how the previous world champ or world junior championships, um, the USA lost by uh, a really small margin, uh, to Hungary and they took the uh, world junior record. And so we'd kind of been talking about how we wanted to get that back. And, um, we knew we had a chance to do that. Um, the ready room was super crowded cause there's 32, 32 swimmers in there. Um, so we were all kind of in a little cluster. Um, but it was, it was a lot of fun cause we were all, we all knew that, um, we had each other's backs and we were ready to throw down some fast time. So, yeah. And you, you did, you, you broke the world junior record, correct? Yes. We broke it by, uh, like two seconds. <laughs> so again, another record shattered by Jake Mitchell and company. Um, okay. So, so, I mean, that's, that's awesome. It's, it's so cool to hear about, you know, world junior championships isn't necessarily something a lot of people, you know, gets it. It isn't something that gets as much attention as, you know, a world championships. And so it's always cool to hear about, about people's experiences at those kinds of meets. Mm-hmm. Um, so to, to wrap things up, um, how, how has your quarantine life been? Have you been able to swim? Um, have you been doing other things to stay fit? Uh, how have you been occupying your time? Um, pretty much been finding anything that will keep me busy. Um, so in the beginning I was, uh, running and biking a lot, um, cause we were completely out of the pool. Um, and then a little bit into it, uh, one of the kids on my swim team, he has a backyard pool. It's about 17 yards. So we were able to get in there and we started kind of a little swim club um, for fun and just kind of getting the feel for the water back. Um, and then I've pretty much just been trying to find anything else that'll keep me occupied. I did uh, a little bit of painting. I tried a little bit of Spanish. I learned a little bit of guitar and keyboard. It's pretty much just um, anything I could get my hands on that would keep me busy. Yeah. And so are you still in the 17 yard pool or is, is Carmel back up and running? Yeah. Carmel's back up and running. We, we were swimming at a bunch of, uh, outdoor pools starting, I believe June, June, beginning of June, maybe June 1st, something, somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, we had some outdoor pools that we were able to train in. Um, and then we got back in Carmel, um, in early July, late June. So we've been back for a couple of weeks now. Um, and it's just been really good to be, you know, indoors back at our own house and, uh, not having to drive 20 minutes to five fifteen AM practice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Um, so I, I know it's a weird time. It's, it's a weird time for everyone. A lot of uncertainty as of today. Um, are you on track to still go to Michigan, you know, in the fall? Yes. Um, I'm supposed to go up, uh, August 24th, 25th, that kind of, um, area that's just like normal move in. Um, we're 
we're supposed to be able to all be on campus. Um, there just have some modifications as far as classes go. So my minor uh, modifications with some big classes, having some virtual learning, um, and then obviously every other uh, COVID precautionary measure will be taken. Gotcha. Well, awesome. Uh, Jake, thanks so much for your time. I really appreciate you coming on and talk to me. And uh, yeah, hopefully moving forward, uh, everything goes as smoothly as possible. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. You've been listening to the Swim Swam podcast. Stay tuned for new episodes every week. You can take Swim Swam podcasts on the go by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Look for links in the description below and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more videos as well.